How about those Brewers? Going to win the division sometime in the next couple of days, likely. Brewers broadcaster Lane Grindle is with us. Good afternoon, Lane. What's going on? How are we doing today? Good, good, good. So let's talk about that. I, my question is, the Brewers are going to win the division. The sooner the better. What's the most important part about winning it, clicking it, locking it down sooner rather than later? Um, I think probably the the fact that you can really script out how you want to manage your pitching staff from this point until the wild card series. Um, you know, I had a, I had a conversation with Craig Council about that, and the Brewers still have to throw these guys. I mean, the the guys that are in this rotation um, are still going to make their starts. I, I don't know that you're going to see them go deep, like seven or eight innings, um, even if they have the opportunity to. You probably see them throw four or five innings and then let the bullpen, you know, kind of manage things from there. But even with the bullpen guys, you're going to be able to keep these guys on somewhat of a schedule to keep them fresh, but also um, to get them their work so they're hopefully peaking at the right time when the wild card series gets here. So there's an interesting way of looking at it here, Lane, but uh, as much as I think the Brewers would have enjoyed clinching on the road, for those Brewers fans who are not interested in seeing the Cubs in the postseason, it was critical the Marlins win those games, right? The Brewers still in the driver's seat. They allow the Marlins to sort of stay in it with the Cubs, so that remains an interesting race, right? I, there's Is there a silver lining to it, perhaps? I think for the fans, absolutely. I can assure you nobody in the clubhouse was thinking that way. They wanted to get this thing done as soon as possible. I, they wanted to clinch um, Saturday or Sunday, and they were disappointed they didn't get the job done. But I think the, the silver lining probably for the fans is that. I think internally the silver lining is, hey, we get to do this at home in front of our fans. And as, as I told multiple people, I said it on the broadcast Sunday, baseball has a way – of uh, showing its respect to the people that deserve that respect. And I think it was baseball's way of saying, nah, you don't get a clinch unless Bob Euchre's there. And so I think baseball said the Brewers have to clinch at home because Bob Euchre's got to be a part of that celebration. I, I feel like all the clubhouse yeah. attendees are, are rolling over right now saying, come on, guys, now we got to trash our clubhouse instead of the one in Miami? <laughs> There's probably some truth to that. It's more fun to trash somebody else's clubhouse than to do it to you to your own because that's a lot of work, man. Those guys spend a ton of time shampooing carpets and bringing people in to make that thing all all work so they can get it ready to go again for the next day in most cases. I thought it was interesting, Rowdy Telez, in the game that the Brewers clinched a playoff berth, him pitching, that kind of went viral lane. It was kind of like a a crazy moment watching the big boy out there on the bump. Uh, Did Rowdy enjoy that? Yeah, I think he really enjoyed it. If you watch his interview afterward, uh, there was a lot of tongue-in-cheek um, answers and, and him talking about himself uh, as, you know, <laughs> when you're elite at what you do, this is just what you do. You go out there and you, you, you take the ball and, and you deal. But um, it, that was fun. I mean, it was a moment of levity in, in, in what was a, an incredible game. I mean, that second inning, I've never seen anything like that in my my years covering this sport. And then, and I told, I told Craig this uh, the next day, I said, do you know how hard it is to call like kind of a franchise defining moment where you're, you're clinching a postseason berth five seconds after you're chuckling because Rowdy Telez is the one throwing the pitch, you know, I mean, you're <laughs> chuckling and now it's popped up and, Oh, Hey, we got to lock in because this is the final call in a postseason clinching situation, even though it might not feel like it because it's the first time this has ever happened that a position player has been on the mound at the time a team clinched a postseason berth. But it was a unique moment. It was fun. Uh, I really had fun with it. It was uh, I, I, 
I, it was incredible to be on the call for that moment because it was it's a neat thing for this organization and, of course, very just unique thing that Rowdy Tellez happened to be the guy that did it. I mean, you think about the left-handers that have been on the mound when the Brewers have clinched postseason burst, C.C. Sabathia, Josh Hader, Rowdy Tellez. There you go. All yeah. things very <laughs> right there. when it comes to pitching. Exactly, right on the Mount Rushmore. Why not? Quite a list. <laughs> I, Lane, I want to ask you about Garrett Mitchell because you know, he goes down early in the year and, and a lot of Brewers fans felt so bad for Garrett Mitchell. I know he'd... It felt awful that he was out and has been out for the bulk of this season and certainly this run, but he's starting to make some progress here. So is is there an opportunity for him perhaps to, to be on the postseason roster? What is this looking like? Uh, yeah, I think there's a chance. We're, we're going to see. I, I think this homestand could tell us. I, I don't know what the Brewers will do with Garrett. I think first thing they're going to do is get their reports from Nashville and and, and from just from a health standpoint, how he was, the base of his at-bats and what they thought. You know, things were, were doing in terms of how he was seeing the ball, how he was coming along in that regard. But that's the other, I think, benefit of, of clinching this thing earlier rather than later is then you can probably, if you decide to bring Garrett up, you can bring him up here for this last week and, and get a, a longer look at him and, and, and get an idea of what he looks like against Major League Pitching. That is an option for this team if they want to go that direction here in this final week. And, uh, I mean, I hats off to Garrett. I think he's worked really, really hard to get himself to this point. I remember – when he was first injured before he'd had the surgery, and he told me, he's like, I'm bored. He's like, I, I don't know what to do when I'm standing around here and I don't have work to do. And I think even early on in his rehab, there was times where they had to be like, hey, man, you got to slow down because he is just wired that way, right? He is not a guy to sit around and wait. He wants to do everything he can do to get himself back, and, and, and he's done that, and he's put himself in a position to at least be a part of this conversation I think that alone is a really big win for him. Lane, you're a keen observer of life and of things that are in your orbit, and you live near Matzik. Take me inside yeah. Matzik's lawn. Handy, <laughs> handicap for me his lawn compared to others in the neighborhood. Just think about you know the four or five guys that are kind of with you and Matzik in the neighborhood. How does Matzik's lawn rate? Well, I'm standing on the deck looking at his oh, lawn right now. This is good. This <laughs> is good. And I can tell you, um, it it. It is beating mine. It is beating mine in, in a significant fashion right now. Um, mine really had a tough year. We, you know, we had the, the drought in the summer, yeah. and I was traveling a lot, and I couldn't get the water on it that I needed to, and I kept looking over at Greg's and just kind of had you know, a, a single tear drop every time I looked over there because his looked good, and mine looked very barren and very uh, neglected, to be honest with you. And I feel bad to say that because I'm a guy that grew up on a farm, and I take pride in my yard, but uh, Greg, Greg dominated me all year long from a yard standpoint, and he is still winning. I'm looking at it right now. It looks great. The, the lines are good. I'm proud. Um, organ- I mean, we, we've got some real organization to how we're mowing. Wow. Um, you know, there's a process to this. It is not just, hey, let's just get the yard cut. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's some artistry here going on. This is so fantastic. It, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. He's doing a great job. And, uh, you know, we had a nice walk together today after we got the kids to the, to the bus. So, nice. I mean, we're. Oh. We're 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 a couple of upstanding uh, citizens in this cul-de-sac. I'll tell you that right now. Well, well, last time you asked Lane a question about what was happening in my house, I think he was in our hot tub. So I'm yeah. not really sure. I mean, he's on the deck now, but uh, you, you, yeah, I guess he could be in my deck too. Luke's got a game at six o'clock, but I'm planning on jumping in that thing when we get back. All good, man. Hey, it's, it's always a party. <laughs> it's an off day. Brewers broadcaster Lane Grindle. We'll be listening tomorrow. Thanks, Lane. Sounds good. Thanks, guys.